what goes up must come down. Uh, yeah. Have you ever thrown some uh, a ball up in the air? Yes. And it came down and hit somebody on the head? Uh, that's generally how I play basketball most <laughs> most years. I was aiming for the basket. but Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 23 Podcast. Michael here with Father Herb. And we're not talking about basketball or throwing a ball up in the air. I'm talking about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Last week, we talked about the Feast of the Ascension. And Je- now... Jesus ascended to heaven. And now the Holy Spirit comes down this weekend on the Feast of Pentecost. Yeah. But let's not get too caught up in a, a, a three... I always call it a, a three-story universe. No, I know. I just thought it was a great way to start this show. You know, it's a yeah. song. What goes up must come. Spinning Wheel. Is that what? That was a Blood, Sweat, and Tears. That's the name of the song? Yeah, Spinning Wheel Wheel is the name of the song, and it's by Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Well, you know way more than From I the do. 1960s. Su- surprise, surprise. Yeah. Hey, um. <laughs> I was going to quote a different song. What song were you going to quote? Well, are you ready? I'm ready. Do you know... Probably the longest song of the 1960s, or early 70s, actually. Probably it was around 70, 71. Okay, so the only really... Pop, a pop song, pop song. Was it Bohemian Rhapsody? Well, that was before that. Was it? Well, just before that. But yes, when, it was longer. I want to know uh, when Bohemian... Hold on. Okay. First things first. When was Bohemian Rhapsody? I want to Where... say Bohemian Rhapsody was 72, maybe 73. Because I... Let's see... Bohemian. People Rhapsody are listening in, wondering was, what in the world we're talking about. Was released on the thirty first of October, nineteen seventy five. You're kidding. That's what it says. That's, well, hey, maybe, maybe. Well, anyway, ten years before I was born. Okay, this was earlier than that. I'm talking about American Pie. Oh, American Pie. Yes. Bye, bye, American Pie. Bye, bye, American Pie. But do you remember the lyric? Which one? Put my my levy to my Chevy to the levy. My levy to the Chevy. Well, how does that go? And then, yeah, I, I drove my Chevy to the levy, but the levy was dry. Oh, I drove the, my Chevy to the levy. That's, but 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 this is the one of the last verses. And the three men I admire most, the Father, Father Son, Son, and, and the, the Holy, Holy Ghost, Ghost, they caught the last train for the coast we should the be day sa- the music died. We should be saving this for next week. Well, it fits both. You're right. We're talking about Pentecost today. And we always talk about the the Holy Spirit. Right. But I was thinking how it used to be the translation was the Holy Ghost. And then, of course, when we record for next week for the Feast of Holy Trinity, I'm going to say, do you know that song, American Pie? I'll say, oh, yes, I remember it well. I drove my Chevy to the levee. No, no, that's the wrong line. (laughs) Hey, uh, I want to ask you, uh, this is an abrupt transition. How's your, your house packing going? Oh, that is an abrupt uh, transition. I, I could use the help of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And you're uh, by yourself. Well, actually, that's not the hard part. The, because the hard part is I'm sorting through things. Oh, yeah. And I want to do it myself Sure. because I'm making decisions. I have found some little treasures. Anything you want to mention? Well, old letters. Yeah. Uh, the other day I found uh, a list of orientation groups for my first uh, week in the seminary. Wow. I, this is, you have some archived stuff though. I don't know why I kept it. It was, I, it was inside a book. Yeah. And it was a book that we had to use for the orientation. Yeah. And somehow when I decided I could recycle the book, 
I took the stuff out mm-hmm. and it was only the other day that I was reading through all the things that I took out. Oh, that's fun though. It's it kind was of kind of fun. And I was stuff. reading all these names. These were seminarians with me and I was trying to figure out what became of most of them. Yeah. I, I lost track of a whole lot of them. You know, that, that's got to be kind of cool though, to think back about when you were in early in your formation into uh, becoming a priest. Little did you know that someday after you were a pastor in Bowling Green and in Mansfield, you'd be starting a new parish in Perrysburg. It's pretty cool. That's what I wrote about in the bulletin. I've been writing, it's not going to come out. Well, there's four four sections. So each of the four Sundays of June, yeah. I am writing something about uh, not just this parish, but looking at ministry of the, of the last 48 years. Oh, that's great. I'm trying. I hope I don't bore people, but I thought I put I stuck in a picture that I found from of myself from 1975. Really? Oh, the year Bohemian. Did you know that's the year Bohemian Rhapsody was released, <laughs> which was a very long song, but it was a couple years after American Pie. Yes, uh, that's great. I'm I'm glad you're able to go through some of that stuff. That's but kind of back fun. to your original question. How's the packing going? I hope to have uh, the house cleaned out. Yeah, in another week or so. Okay, that's. Pretty good. Yeah. And that will allow the house itself to be cleaned before Father Jeff Macbeth comes. Sure. That's good. I don't want him to come into a dirty house. No, you didn't. You, your house he's, was he's already dirty. inheriting all kinds of clutter. Like so. a staff. <laughs> a staff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, as we alluded to, this weekend we are celebrating the Feast of Pentecost. Now, technically, is Pentecost the end of the Easter season? Does it float after the Easter season? And the answer is Pentecost is officially the close of the Easter season. So it's the final it's, Sunday of the Easter season. It's 50 days. So this is, and, and here's the interesting thing. Yeah. Christians did not create the, the term Pentecost. If you read the Acts of the Apostles, yeah. it starts off by uh, when it talks about the Holy Spirit. It's, it says... Uh, when the time for Pentecost was fulfilled. When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled. It's in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2. When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled. So it was 50 days. Yeah. Now, they had a wonderful notion of what 50 meant. Uh, 7 times 7 equals? 49. 49. Okay, 7 is a full number, so 7 times 7 is the fullest of full. Okay. And so whenever you reached 49 years, the following one would be a year of celebration, jubilee. Mm-hmm. And going into the Old Testament, there's actually a prescription of what you're supposed to do in the 50th year. You're supposed to free the slaves. You're supposed to give back anything you took from someone else, especially if you bought property. It goes back to the original owner. Uh-huh. It's like a whole new beginning. Okay. It's a day of canceling debts. Uh, now, they say that even in the Old Testament, it was not lived very fully, almost from the beginning. It doesn't sound like something many people would be just willing to do. No, no. Uh, but it was it was certainly a, a way of trying to keep everybody uh, on even even level. Yeah. So the number 50 is a very special time. So 50 years after uh, 50 days after Pentecost uh, after I'm sorry, Passover was mm-hmm. Pentecost. So if we believe the the death and resurrection was at uh, Passover, mm-hmm. it is 50 days later. That's great. Great tie into Jewish roots. Yeah. And so we still call it Pentecost. It's the 50th day after Easter. You know, when I think of Pentecost, I think probably my, my best Pentecost 
Pentecostal memory makes me sound like I'm not Catholic. That sounds like an evangelical or something. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, when we did the groundbreaking on the Feast of Pentecost. Oh, yes. And we, we outlined the, the new church building. Yeah. Uh, and everybody came out and we had a chalk outline of the church where it was going to be. And people came out after mass and many were wearing red. They By the were. way, hint, hint, wear red this coming Sunday. Father would like you to wear red. Don't yeah. be a rebel. Wear red. What's a rebel? If somebody that doesn't conform. Oh, a rebel to the redness. Don't be a rebel. I'm <laughs> I'm going to have a shirt that says, I'm a rebel to the redness. Yeah. I like and, that. And you're going to wear black. That'll be... <laughs> no, I told you earlier, I can't wear black. I'm not a priest. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's read the reading. How's that sound? Are we reading Acts or the Gospel? Yes. Okay. No, we're going, we're going to read... Uh, yeah, let's read Acts. Because I mean, that, that's the actual account. Sure. Let me do the the part with all the names. Great. You do is that the, because you think I can't handle it? I like saying those oh, names. Oh, okay. All right. I just want to make sure that... I like saying the I names. I want you to believe in me. That's all I'm saying. You're on. Oh. <laughs> I'm reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together. And suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a driving strong wind. And it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem. At this sound they gathered in a large crowd but they were confused because each one of them, each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded, and in amazement they asked, Are not all these people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does each of us hear them in his native language? Are you ready? We are Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, inhabitants of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, yet we hear them speaking in our own language, in our own tongues, of the mighty acts of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Just to be clear, the are you ready is not in the Acts of the Apostles. No, I was just saying, that, here I go. It's like you're on a roller coaster and you're at the top and you're re- about ready to go down. He put his hands in the air as he read that part of the passage. I, I, read, the, I read it rather slowly. Sometimes I like to go through it. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, stalactites, just, you know. Just, stalactites. Uh, but, but the thing is, I, I'm not quite sure geographically of all these places. I know a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Libya, of course, that's Africa, Cy- Cyrene. Um, Cretans from the island of Crete, uh, Judaism, and Arabs from Arabia. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, we had a woman re- read this whole thing, and she read it really quite well. She mm-hmm. got through the whole thing. Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Dr- Rome. Yeah. Both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. Ah, so close. So close. Missed yeah. it by that much. Yeah. And I had to 
keep from smiling. So, if anything, this should make you excited for senior status because you're going to be able to travel. This is like this gets you ready to hit the road. Well, I was looking at I was looking at a trip to to Crete. I don't know if that's going to happen. Where, where's Crete? Greek, Greece. Oh, it's a, have you been it, to Greece before? I have not. Oh, I hear it's beautiful. Actually, right at the moment, it's one of the most visited places in the world. Really. Uh, for whatever reason, it's considered a safe place uh, health-wise to visit. Great. So its doors have been open to travelers for probably a year now. I can just see you laying on the beaches of Greece, eating grapes. No. That, well, first of all, I won't be lying on the on the, the beaches and grapes. I don't know. It just seems like the thing to do when you're on the beach. Yeah. You can tell I don't go to the beach very much. I don't eat grapes on the beach. <laughs> so anyway, it it's really... In many ways, an undoing of the Tower of Babel. If you remember in the book of Genesis, after, yeah. after the great flood, mm -hmm. they said, we're going to build a tower to heaven so that God could never flood us out again. Uh -huh. So they start building, and then God gives them each different languages, and they can't understand each other. And so the project was unfinished. Hmm. And it's called the Tower of Babel. And we still use the word Babel today when somebody's just babbling on like we tend to do at this podcast. Most weeks. Okay. So it was all about division. Yeah. This is the opposite. This is where many languages become one. Mm -hmm. So each person hears in his or her own t uh, ear the all, as if they're speaking those languages, although they are all Galileans. It's pretty, I mean, we've heard, again, this happens many times, where we hear a passage and maybe we don't quite grasp the power of what's taking place because we've heard it so many times. But this is pretty remarkable. Oh, it's wonderful. But there again, don't get so caught up on the the literal thing. And, you know, there's no reason not to take it literally, but don't get caught up on that. You have to also see the reason it was recorded is because, A, it's uniting people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. B, it's uniting people from all over the world. So it's unity, but it's worldwide. I just want to make sure you realize you said the same sentence twice. I know, but I, with a different emphasis. Okay, I, I got the emphasis, but I just, you're repeating yourself. I, I, I repeat myself whenever I repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, n not to be discounted, though, the first part that I read... Oh, that's right. You had a part, too. It, <laughs> welcome to my life, folks. Uh, is a pretty remarkable event in and of itself, which we have talked about in previous episodes of the Pentecost podcast. Hey, that's a new show. Did you know? The Pentecost podcast. That's with your next uh, pastor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one time a year show. Um, you know, to be in in this upper room and, you know, sometimes we say, oh, I just wish I, I could see or feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. Well, well these guys, the, the driving wind... That must be in our own parking lot. These guys, yeah, it's, it's very spirit-filled here in the parking lot. These guys got what they were asking for. There appeared tongues as of fire. I love that. It doesn't say tongues of fire, but tongues as of fire. It makes me think of the band Kiss. What'd they do? They always stick out their tongues. Oh, no, no, no. Do you remember no. Gene Simmons? Yeah. I know. I, yeah. Yeah. Wrong tongue? Wrong tongue. No. But these are... I mean, the phrase, tongues of fire, uh, tongues, uh, it's kind of like, like a, usually it's portrayed in artwork 
almost as a, a individual flame. Yeah, that over, I would agree. over the head of each person. Yeah, like a yeah, that's a good way to put it. But uh, so you've got the image of wind, you've got the image of flame, mm-hmm. fire. Some of the songs that we sing for Pentecost, do we have some windy songs? <laughs> do, do we have some windy songs? Uh, yeah, we're singing all songs by the band Chicago. See what I did there? Uh, ah! Very good, very good. Uh, do we? Have, what are we singing? We're singing, well, one of your favorites, Holy Spirit, Living Breath of God. Yeah. We're singing that. That's a, Now, that's the, the breath of God, which would tie in pretty much with the gospel when Jesus breathes on them mm-hmm. receive the holy spirit is that spirit. the gospel you're we're using well we have option of two of them the second option we just did the second option we just did if you love me you'll keep my commandments so the first option is what i will be using uh but we also did it the sunday after easter right uh, on the evening of that first day of the week when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the jews jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them peace be with you and then he said, peace be with you. And he breathed on them. Okay, so perhaps you remember, I hope you do because you heard me three or four times. Yeah. The Sunday after Easter, that's when I said I had four possible directions to go yes. for yeah. a homily. So I chose the fifth one. And you focused on my Lord and my God. I focused on my Lord and my God. Very good. Are you impressed that I remembered that? Well, after hearing me several times, but I said I, I could have talked about peace be with you. The I talked about la- peace just last week. Yeah. Or the week of sixth Sunday of Easter. Mm-hmm. I I could have talked about whose sins you forgive are forgiven. And I said I had talked about that during the Latin reconciliation service. Yes. But here it's more like a peace I leave with you. And he, he breathed on them, the, the whole breath. So the Holy Spirit, is the Holy Spirit a breath of life or is the Holy Spirit a wind of life? Yes. A strong, mighty wind. Both. Both. We were actually talking about this in my small group a few weeks ago. We are uh, talking about Holy Spirit. And I, I think what we kind of came to the <clears throat> conclusion that we always talk a lot about the Holy Spirit being out there. Like, whether you picture it as, you know, a flame or a dove or wind, whatever it may be, we think of it as something that is external to us. But in reality, the Holy Spirit dwells within us, too, because we are temples of the Holy Spirit, and we are sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit at confirmation, and obviously receive it through the sacrament of baptism. So, Holy Spirit, sometimes we think, oh, I wish I could grasp it better, but what better to grasp than something that is already within you? I like to use the phrase, Spirit of God as opposed to just the, the, the term Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because when we use the word Holy Spirit, and of course that's legitimate, that's the official name, when you say the Holy Spirit, you almost make it sound like an extraneous character. Mm. If you say Spirit of God, then you understand more that it is, that the Spirit is also divine. Mm. So uh, I don't know if I make any making that very clear no i i I follow you but for me it really helps a whole lot if i say spirit of god well and what i like too thinking about whether you call it spirit of god or holy spirit when you think of it as already a part of you it helps us to realize that we can't escape god when we get tired of 
spirituality or tired of religion or we want, we want to to do something that may be sinful it's not like we just step away and god can't see i think it challenges us to be holier and to live more sacred the, the indwelling of the spirit yeah and yet and yet we say things like come holy spirit uh, you know so it even though the spirit's there is it we want the spirit to come to us or we want to open ourselves to the spirit indwelling yeah it's not like a dog like come here fido would you name your dog spirit <laughs> I wouldn't name it Holy Spirit. That would actually be great. Because then I could call out the back door, come Holy Spirit, and my neighbors would say, oh, do you hear how those people pray all the time? They are always praying. You get right here. Pray pray, pray without ceasing. I, I told you, Holy Spirit, stay out of that river. There's, right, right. Okay, to, uh, by the way, I pulled up the playlist for this weekend because you were asking what songs we're singing, and I could only remember the one. First song, Fill This Place fill this place so spirit we need you now come fill this place oh yeah you always use that as uh, a gathering song yes oh this is good this is fun you can guess i'm going to tell you an order but you can guess where we're singing them the next one is calling on fire yeah calling on fire is a wonderful one but we're just going to change the words calling on a tongue of fire (laughs) it's too many syllables that's hard to (laughs) sing in the refrain and then i told you holy spirit living breath of god yeah, and that's that's the one, by the way, where the the uh, the melody, the the beginning melody is really taken from Gabriel's oboe. Correct. Which is wonderful. And that's from the movie The Mission. And then the closing song is Ablaze. So we've got a lot of fire this weekend. We're bringing the fire. OK, I, I'm glad to hear that. I will bring the, the spirit. <laughs> it's already within you and oh. all of us. Amen. We'll all bring it. Okay. All right, friends, we'll see you this weekend for the Feast of Pentecost. Wear your red. Wear red. Don't be a red. Even if it's not your own, wear red. (laughs) But don't steal. Okay, bye.